Hello and welcome to The Projector Playground, a space created by and for projectors in the human design system. In this podcast, we will be exploring all things related to human design through a projector lens, what it means to be a guide and energy weaver for others, and how learning, playing, and resting are our signature tickets to success. I am your host, Eliana Miranda, and I am so deeply honored to be guiding us all into the psychedelic gardens that is our projector energy field. Our aura is focused, our seeing is psychic, and our invitations are made of magic. So if you are ready to play the projector way, then join us in this episode of The Projector Playground. Welcome back to the Projector Playground. I'm feeling like this is our last episode for at least this season. And I've been alluding to it throughout all of the episodes that eventually we were going to land here. And it feels right to conclude with a conversation about the 2027 mutation to the solar plexus. 2027 was part of the channel transmission that Ra Uruhu received from The Voice. And 2027 was meant to be a really impactful message and um, tone setting for why the human design system was so important and needed to be worked into our human mainframe over the next couple of decades from when Ra received this information at the um, end of the 1980s, early 1990s to now, which now that I'm speaking is a couple years away from 2027. So all of this human design experimenting is meant to lead us to be in better preparation for the shifts that are going to happen in 2027. So there's a few things here with 2027 that are meant to cause these kinds of global shifts. And hopefully I can explain all of them in a grounded and positive way, because some of the things I've read have been a little bit ungrounded and not so positive. (laughs) Um, So let's get started. So in 2027, Pluto, the planet Pluto, the planet of transformation, rebirth, complete restructuring from the ground up, will have made its entire passageway around the rave system, around the circle of the I Ching, the circle that surrounds the body graph. Pluto will have completed its 252-year cycle that began in 1781, right? This important date for when this, this, um, this channel transmission from the voice told Ra Uruhu that Humans were now going to be upgraded through the neutrinos of bursting stars to move from seven-centered, the seven-chakral-centered beings to these nine-centered human-designed beings. And that Pluto 
was the influence that caused this transformation of the human structure from seven center to ninth centered in 1781. And Pluto will again be at that same place in the chart where then we mutate into our next experience in 2027. And this next mutation will be of the solar plexus center. And so what I've read about this is that we are going to be um, entering, I think it's the sleeping phoenix. I might have that wrong, but where we're going to be entering a time of um, more spiritual guidance, where we're going to be entering into a place where the solar plexus won't be used for emotions in the way that we have been using the solar plexus for emotions for these last couple hundred years. Instead, it will be a kind of spiritual guidance system. And so the human design system was given to us as a bridge to help us move from the seven center beings into the nine centered beings. So we're still kind of working that out in our human DNA. And the human design system, the experiment is meant to kind of help us move from the seven centered being that relied on an external authority that relied on the word of God, that relied on this like kind of omnipresent uh, presence <laughs> um, to tell us what to do or where to go to the last couple hundred years have been this redirection to um, this kind of inner authority, this kind of collective experience of God to kind of like all humans having access to this omnipotent sky daddy, you know? Um, and then in 2027, with the mutation of the solar plexus and with Pluto moving through that part of the chart again, we are going to come into a place where we are only operating on individual authority, where we're moving from that collective experience of God to the individual experience of God, to God being inside of our bodies, to God being an internal creator. And so human design was created to help us map our authority from this externalized way of seeking and seeing and understanding the world to being really embodied in our own trust, our own inner salvation, our own inner knowing, and our own inner guidance system. Because according to this channel transmission from The Voice in 2027, we are going to need to be really reliant on ourselves. And we can see this already kind of happening in the world around us where these systems that we used to really depend on, that we used to completely trust without fail, without question, like religious systems and medical systems and political systems and corporate systems that with just one little thing, right? With just like one small change in the genetic biome in the human environment in the in the genome of the collective human experience, that these systems suddenly don't have the same structure that they used to, that suddenly they don't have this undenying trust between us and them that used to be so strong and tethered to each other, that we don't have the same dependency on these external sources to find our own natural human nature. So like, you know, my personal experience, I grew up being in a world of religion, grew up in a very religious home, lived across the street from my temple, went there at least two days a week, found the word of God through texts and scriptures and another language that I didn't necessarily understand, saw God as this man standing outside of myself, um, saw religion and access to God as like having to also go through the men to be able to communicate with God. 
having to like line up into a man's world in order to be accepted and loved by God to my middle years <laughs> where I really kind of took religion and made it my own. I connected with God myself. I connected to God by being a woman. I connected to God by being in psychedelic, um, journeying with psychedelics, being with psychedelics. I connected to God through music. I connected to God through my own religious practices that I had created simply by sitting and playing with my imaginary friend, God. <laughs> and then also like getting to experience this and like how it reflected back to me in community, like other people that had found their connection to God through their own spiritual play. To this time now where it's like, I am definitely still learning and growing and receiving resource from others. And at the same time, it's like their opinion, their ways, their guidance does not not come before my own my internal guidance outweighs all including my husband's including my family's like if I had children I can't say for sure but like my goal would be that like my needs my internal guidance would come before theirs not that my needs would come before theirs but my internal guidance would come before theirs because if they are my children and they um are dependent on my life source then it's like my internal guidance system is important to help them receive the cleanest, clearest energy from me as they suckle up the teat of my energetic aura. <laughs> but I don't have kids, so I can't say that. But um, my it's, it's my internal guidance system outweighs all. When a spiritual practice becomes uh, in non-resonance with me anymore, it goes. I don't need to like clear it up with anybody else. I don't need to cancel a teacher. I don't need to unsubscribe. Like I just need to compost it into the earth and let it be reborn into whatever it's meant to be reborn for me or for the rest of the world. So this has played out in so many different ways, like also in, in, um, in like the medical system. Like I was a kid, very sick, always in the hospital, always going to the doctor, always giving my power away to someone with more influence, someone who was a professional, quote unquote, someone who knew supposedly more about my body than I did. Now I'm completely in a different place where I am. I will definitely still go and receive input from professionals and my body knows first. The way my body is speaking, the way my intuition is telling me of what medicines I should work with, whether they be natural or through Western medicine, like all of that is coming from within my own body. Seeking professional opinions, going to see the doctor is not because I feel like I should because somebody told me to. It's coming in because my body is saying, hey, you need more support right now. Hey, you need to get some outside affirmation that actually everything is fine. You're just going through something at the moment. So it's like, again, like the religious system, the medical system, the education system. I also went to school. I have a master's. I was in school for many, many years. I gave up my power to the information of others. Now, all of the things that I'm learning are coming through my own energetic practices, my own research, my own learning, my own call from inside my body to seek out another teacher to get some important information that will activate my own DNA and teach me from the inside out. So I'm, I'm sharing these personal stories just to like ground down this greater concept of like moving from the God as the way to the collective as the way to this new time after 2027, which we're already growing into now, especially those of us that are leaders for this, especially those of us that are projectors. Um, where we are resourcing all of our guidance, all of our knowing, all of what we're supposed to do from the inside out. And it's from our internal guidance system, our internalized guru, that we can then go seek 
resources from the external, but it's not like it comes from them. It comes from us and the outside is a mirror back or it's a um, activator for something inside to grow more and more and more. So that's how I interpret this 2027 time frame as like, we're going to move into a time where just like the inside um, energies are going to be stronger, more trustworthy, more clear than anything outside of us. And we're also seeing how things are just getting a little like confusing and chaotic and muddled on the field of planet Earth. And that like everything that's happening out there doesn't really add up, doesn't really make sense, doesn't really give us our resource, our inner power. And so it just continues to redirect ourselves back into trusting our internal authority, learning how to hear our inner voice or feel our gut knowings or ride our emotional waves or bring people around us that are sounding boards for us to hear our own voice so that we are clear about what it is that we truly believe and so that we are no longer reliant on any outside people systems or what have you to give us the advice that's coming up from our own internalized drive and we're going to start to realize if you haven't already like when you start to listen to yourself and trust yourself and know who you are and what you believe in before all others, before anybody else, you start to like hear your own voice just being said and reflected back and spoken to by the others. And so then you start to know who and what outside of you is artificial and who, what is incorrect and what is incongruent with your internal field of awareness and and so it's like you'll you'll see truth resonated back from the external sources but it's not like they're giving you their truth they're simply encouraging and emphasizing the truth that you already know to be true inside so 2027 is also supposedly when projectors are going to start to be kind of called forth <laughs> called forth from the little uh, energy gardens that we've been tending and asked to serve the population in a greater way than we have been before. It's when we're going to start to be recognized for our spiritual resources, for our ways of understanding, seeing, knowing, and working with energy, and for our ability to play in the unseen realms and to have and be in conversation and relationship with the spiritual realms and to help communicate that back into the earth. And again, we're already starting to see this in so many ways, like the things that I used to do behind the scenes that nobody else even knew, like they wouldn't, even if they knew what I was, if, what I was doing, even if I told them I was doing, they would never have been able to understand what I was doing because it, it was all this like energetic work. It's like now all of a sudden I'm seeing that like this work I'm doing is work that people really need. And the ones that really need it and know that I am here to teach them in it are just showing up asking for me to deliver them this system or these templates or these new awarenesses that I have been upkeeping in my field that they know that they're going to need to create their own gardens moving forward so that they no longer have to rely on the gardens of others. So the projectors are really going to be, I was going to say supposed to be, but like we already are being called forth to start to guide the earth in a new way. And as more of the old ways start to decompose and restructure and destruct, 
the other side of destruction is creation, creation, sustainer, creator, sustainer, destroyer, right? Like when, when energy is destroyed, it, it never dies. It eternalizes, it continues. It just needs to be recreated into something else. So with the destruction and the changes and the endings of things on our planet, there's still going to be all of this energy alive on the field that needs to be directed somewhere new. And the projectors are going to be the guides of that energy. We are going to help guide the energy that's just living in the liminal spaces and living in the unseen realms back into the field in a way that is in more congruence and, and um, reciprocity and, and harmony with the greater good of the earth, with the greater good of the all, with the greater good of humanity. And so as a projector, like, that's why, like, these next couple of years, like, though you might feel really called to, like, get out there and guide or to start your business or to make sure that people um, are doing the program you created, like, <laughs> something I've been tuning into a lot is, like, a lot of our creations right now as projectors are really here to help us. Like, we're doing it because we think we're doing it for the other. But like I said in other podcasts, like, the other is helping us to see and know ourselves even more. So we create these things for the other and then maybe the other doesn't necessarily sign up for it or understand it because they don't fully get energy yet. And eventually they will, eventually they'll come. But what I've seen in the meantime is that like, we're meant to then take these systems we created for the other and then run them through our own bodies, <laughs> clean up our own energy, clear out on our, our own field, like play with the spiritual influence that came in for us to support the other, but in a way that then we get to kind of return to ourselves to support ourselves in our own personal evolution and growth. So 2027 is this kind of like calendar mark where things will change. And, you know, 2012 was a time on the mind calendar. That was a mark where things will change. And I don't necessarily know how that connects with human design, but I do feel like as a projector, that's when things started changing in my life. Like that's kind of when I released from the ways of doing things that I had felt like I had to do them. And I just decided to set my own course. And though there was like a lot of deconditioning that has still had to happen since that time, a lot of work that had to be done, a lot of like finding myself inside of all of that. It was like kind of that like choice point to follow the path that then led to this other choice point that opened up the field that then led to this other cho choice point where the field became a garden that led to this other choice point where the garden then became a playground for others that were of like hearts and like souls to meet me there. So the voice said that when the neutrino explosion happened in 1781 and all this intel came into planet Earth for the splitting of the seven center to the nine centered beings. It said that we were um, homo sapiens and transitus, the, the beings that we are now, the beings between 1781 and 2027 are considered homo sapiens and transitus. And that means that we're kind of the bridge. We're the bridge that's like recreating the seven centered structure into the nine centered structure. We're doing it inside of our bodies. We're doing it with our own genomes and DNA. It's not something that we're thinking about. It's just part of our evolutionary cycle until we move into 2027 and then according to the voice in 2027, a new type of being will be birthed onto earth called the rays. And we were, we're gonna move into a time where the rays are um, like showing us a whole new earth game. 
like showing us a whole new way of having a human experiment. And so some of the things about the raves, like to me, just like felt a little bit distorted, like distorted enough that like, I don't even really want to talk about it on this podcast, but I will give a little bit of insight as to what I've read. But the raves will be people that like, don't operate like the rest of humanity. They'll be more psychically, spiritually, telepathically driven in life. They won't communicate like we have been communicating as humans on earth. So they might not have like the greatest capacity to connect with the old standard of human, like the you and I's in a way that um, we connect with each other. But that's also why I think projectors are kind of like the next bridge between the homo sapiens and transitus and the, the raves is because like we projectors have already kind of been operating on this like psychic, telepathic, energetic, spiritual mainframe where we're connecting in ways and communicating in ways that a lot of the rest of humanity doesn't totally understand. Um, and so we might kind of just be the threads that allow these new beings to form their own communities, to have safe space, that like the work we're doing to tend to the energy fields of earth really allows like the destroyed energy to be recreated into something that can be a supportive mainframe for these new beings to come onto earth and to thrive and to live as like accepted, well-established beings of the world. And there's some other things with these beings that like I've read about them being vegetarians and like meaning we would be completely separated from animals just because they're vegetarians and we don't need animals. But like, I like to think of it as like, if we're going down a path where we're not going to be consuming as much animal product, that like maybe then we can just be in better relationship with the animals. That maybe then the animals don't just have to be the produce or our workhorses or our slaves in that sense that are just here to serve humanity. But instead maybe we can be in more like honor and reverence of the animals as our teachers and our guides and our allies and our friends. So it's like, I've read these things and I'm also like, I don't quite see it in that way. <laughs> um, I've read like that the raves won't be, like they won't be able to speak and they won't be able to see like we do, that they'll have really bad eyesight and they won't have the type of communication that we do, which I said earlier. But again, I don't see that so literally as it was explained in these texts. I see it more as like, they will see things in a way that we can't see things and they will speak and communicate in ways that we can't speak or communicate. So working telepathically, like communicating through visions, right? Like third eye to third eye, <laughs> seeing and visualizing and, um, and like transporting information. Like it feels like a little bit more like light work, right? Like sending information through light rather than like having to form it into sound in order to get the information across, which if you look at it like that, information will move so much more quickly, right? If we don't have to regurgitate something that's big and cosmic intelligence that doesn't necessarily have the capacity to be formed into words, and we can just transmit that energy through the more etheric lens of light, like information will move fast, things will get built quicker, technology will transform and change in a way that we haven't been able to fully understand its capacity for yet. So I see 2027 as this gateway to a new experience on earth. And I see those of us that have been incarnating with this kind of 
awakening and awareness that we're here for a different human experience and that we're all just kind of like hanging out, playing on the earth field, knowing we have a mission, but just waiting until the next stage of that mission drops into our life or the next kind of calling for our play gets invited in or the next position that projectors are meant to be um, invited into gets created. Like I see us as like the positions that we're meant here to serve here on planet earth, like just might not even be created for us yet. Like they might be waiting for this particular time on earth um, to be the job roles or whatever. I'm quoting that job roles that like we projectors are actually meant to do. Like the earth just might not be in a place yet and though it's going there, but right now in this kind of in between where it's like, yeah, just work on your energy, just rest, just play, just like focus on what you're passionate about and what you're meant to study and what you're meant to update your org mainframe with. That like, that's kind of what we're doing now because eventually those invitations will come where it's just like, oh, that's what all this was for. Oh, that's why I had to do all of this energy tending because like I'm going to be helping and healing and teaching others how to grow their own energetic gardens. Like, oh, the energy fields on planet Earth are visible now. The tendrils of light weaving in from the cosmos are seen with our, maybe not our two eyes, but maybe with like the third eyes of these new beings coming in. And they're gonna need someone that has already been working with and understanding and playing with these tendrils of light, with these energetic fields to show them how we've been doing it, to like explain and guide them through the mechanics of how to work and play with energy. So 2027 seems to be a big shift for all of us. I think we can all feel on a subtle level where it's leading up to. There's so many like big conversations and communications in other realms besides human design of this mark in human time. Like very specifically, one of my projector friends works with this, um, works at the uh, Home for Schizophrenics. And she has this one patient that she works with who is really tuned in. Like she's always like, this guy's having the same conversations that we do and we're on our LSD trips and we're having these like <laughs> higher cosmic downloads coming through. But like, of course, it's like in a way that's like not really healthy and helpful for him, but he can meet us there. Like he's he could probably educate us on these things that we're just getting glimpses of when we're on psychedelics. And he also talks about how something big is going to happen. And she was telling me this in 2022, uh, in five years. So he was also pinpointing this shift at 2027. And, you know, you see spiritual conversations talking about the big event that's going to happen tons of astrologers talk about 2027 and I'm not even really sure like what they're relating that to, but I've seen so many of them talking about 2027 as a really big year in the cosmology of earth and, and the changes of the earth field. So if, if that's to come, right, if that's in our future, like, can we get so present with the now moment with what's already here with the plays and the pleasures and the perfection of what's already here, knowing that potentially everything could change, right? Like the things we know to be true about life is that it is always changing. <laughs> Death can happen at the drop of the hat. Life can shift and switch in a wrong turn in a vehicle. You know, like things can change so quickly. We know this. And if we have this kind of concrete astrological human design, I Ching, 
uh, guidance system saying like, yeah, here, let's give you a year, <laughs> a, a specific year on the calendar. That's like, yeah, things are going to change then. Maybe not drastically that year. Maybe it's not that year that something big happens and we see it, but like we see how things have grown from that year to create a world that um, composes itself from the ground floor of 2027. But if that's what's to come and we already kind of have that in our awareness, can we start just being present with what is here for us right now, knowing that it's not going to be like this forever and that it's not going to feel like this forever and that there is a potential of an entirely new experience on planet Earth that might be to come. So I'm going to just leave that there about 2027 and about the potentials and possibilities of all that and how projectors are going to be playing a really important role moving forward into that time frame and beyond and how if you are a projector and whether you've been on this journey for a while or just learning about it that you're vital to this human process that you're vital to the bigger picture and that you are um <laughs> you're one of the most important types in human design no i don't mean that but i i do think that there's not a lot of emphasis put on the importance of projectors and of us doing our energy work and enjoying our play and updating and upcoding our, these systems of awarenesses into our field so that we can be in resonance and in support of the other when the right time comes so I'm here to just say that you are vital <laughs> and that um, you are an important part of the story. And in many ways, you are writing and weaving a new story here on planet Earth and that you are the creators and directors and um, influencers of a new time. So thank you all so much for joining me in the Projector Playground for season one. I hope that there will be a season two. I have an idea of something I would like to do next season that weaves in more projectors into this field so we can learn from and resource from other stories and perceptions and experiences. But until then, I hope that this has filled up your cup with a lot of information that you needed <laughs> and disregarded any information that you don't. I hope it's served to bring more playfulness and lightness and laughter into your life and that it's empowered you and inspired you in ways that help you be more yourself and in alignment with who you are right here in this present moment. So thank you so much for being here, sending out my love to all of you, and I hope to connect with you in some way, shape or form anytime, seen or unseen, in this realm or the next, in the most divinely aligned way. All right, take care out there, and I'll see you soon. Bye for now.